I just love the ocean. It it connects me to my family, you know. Um, yeah. Ultimately, really, it really does, um, and that's why, for me, I take it to a different level. I think. Yeah. Because I'm I'm searching for that connection while I'm on the water, mm-hmm. knowing that I have to respect the water. Mm-hmm. The ocean can be out there and toss you at any point in time and off your canoe, and you can be. Whether it's in a one-man or a six-man with a team, you know. Um, well, welcome to the B-Rad Podcast, Clay. B-Rad Podcast. Yeah, that's Here right. Go. It's Kicking so good it to, to <laughs> chat with you. Um, so... You are a professional canoe racer. You still work, but you know, this sport is new. You were fourth in the Olympic trials. Yep. Most of my listeners, you know, I grew up in Hawaii. I grew up between Kaimuki and the Big Island. And I, you know, moved to the mainland. And it's just like, I feel like I have two lives, you know, because it's, I live here and it's, you know, and you know, my, my grandma moved here. Um, when she was six so my family's been here for a while but it's it's different and then I moved to the mainland you know it's a I I feel like a a chameleon there and I no one knows what growing up here is like and um or being immersed with the ocean in your everyday life and and as I was telling you before we started this podcast like no one knows even what canoe racing is or like what it really means to be a paddler so can you break down um a canoe a hawaiian canoe and then your canoe that you race in and um tell me how you got into it too sure um first off va'a is the name of canoe that's Mm -hmm. the definition va'a and um a classic Hawaiian traditional canoe would be considered a koa canoe. And that would be in Hawaii Islands, a certain type of wood that you can only get in Big Island. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe only now. I'm sure maybe certain other places too. Um, but that was that is how the Hawaiians made the traditional Hawaiian canoes through wood and mm-hmm. through this certain type of wood cool mm-hmm. and uh which was a the huge, biggest tree yeah yeah huge tree and um before they have a full-on cultural traditional pr- uh, blessing you know prior to you know cutting this tree down um and you know um asking for from the gods you know and our as- ancestors that if we can have permission to you know have this tree and so that's from what I believe, um, you know, back then how they would make their canoes. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, a canoe consists of basically the front, we call it a nose. Um, then it goes to, you know, the nose guard, which if you kind of see on the nose, um, in the front of the canoe, there, it's like a splash guard for water to keep the water from coming mm-hmm. into your, your va'a, into your canoe. Then it goes into the actual hall of the canoe where you'll sit inside. <laughs> and if you look on videos, you see people sitting in the canoe, right? And so there's seats in the canoe and within the canoe is a hall. And uh, what attaches um, what we call the outrigger, the ama, 
to the canoe to the va'a is is a yako it's it's wooden it's a wooden pretty much stick you tie, <laughs> and you know basically you know simply put tie string around rope around as tight as you can a certain way and bond and you know and glue that glue that yako to the canoe and the ama part and that's what a what that is how a canoe is is you know made up there's six there can be one seat in the canoe three four uh six and you know um if you attach those canoes together they, they can be doubled haul is what mm -hmm. we call um and then you have your paddle and so your paddle um consists of, of the blade which is the bottom part and most people when they grab the paddle they like to paddle with it backwards first because it just has a stronger bite but actually what what how the paddle is used is it the angle of the paddle is to be placed in a positive angle into the water in um, mm -hmm. forward and having that having that um, paddle um, put pressure down into the water to lift the canoe up mm -hmm. just on geometrics and science and you know the <laughs> things you know that uh, us athletes kind of get into mm -hmm. and then you know um, with the blade um, there's the the part where we call the shaft and that attaches the 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 T. So you got the blade, the shaft and on the top is called the T. And um, that's that's pretty much what you need in terms of getting on the ocean and yeah. paddling a canoe. And so that's where your history with canoe started was in, you know, what was a Hawaiian sailing canoe? Probably not Koa. Probably no. Yeah. <laughs> it was strictly fiberglass, fiberglass at the time, yeah. time when I came around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we do have coal canoes, though. Yeah. Not, not to be mistaken. Oh yeah. We still do racing coal canoes. Oh, you do. Yeah. Wow. We still do. Yeah. It's actually a season that the OC6 um, hosts. It's like you know three months out of the year. And yeah. And everyone is it one man or six, six man? man that's what yeah. I. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, shorter races or still long ones short ones yeah, yeah. half mile half mile yeah i yeah. figured Quarter with a heavy mile. boat yeah. too yeah and there's kids from eight ages you know um nine to and all the way up to people who are 70s 80s yeah so you know you can be any age really didn't paddle yeah that's the greatest thing about paddling yeah it really <laughs> is you know we were out here um uh, in kailua this weekend we just woke up and there's an you know a outrigger going on and there's you know it's so many families from all over the island and it's so cool you know mm -hmm. my sister paddled i didn't paddle because i was running so much you know yep, but yep. it was you know i some of my best memories are coming around you know mm -hmm. um watching her um watching her uh so what's the difference between your you know this hawaiian canoe um this hawaiian coal canoe and the canoe that you race in that's you know pretty high performance yeah for sure uh definitely high performance i would say um nowadays they have carbon fiber right and everything mm -hmm. um high performance so my canoe is uh what we call oc1 outrigger canoe one man and uh it's basically all carbon fiber um they rarely make it fiberglass now it's pretty much strictly carbon fiber you know most oh. of them are coming out of the molds at 17 pounds of oh. an average and that's just an average um yeah and you have a basically a rudder in the back 
And you have what's a, a rudder? A rudder is um, what steers you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what that's what navigates you um, to go left or right. You know, and that and um, the rudder is attached to a cable system, and in um, the front of that cable system is pedals, and that's right where my feet are, and I'll be pressing against the pedals wow. left or right. I didn't even realize these nice ones had pedals in. That's crazy. So do you use the pedals to steer too? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's so wild. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I I also use my paddle, you know, assist. Yeah. And um, yeah, at that level, at a higher level, you'll know, but that's over time when you're getting those experiences that you can be like, I can do this, you know? Yeah. Um, I can, I can steer with my paddle. Most, some people don't know how to do that they just use pedals yeah wow Mm -hmm. which is so opposite for i think a lot of people who would have grown up here you know canoe racing as a kid just using a paddle you know and working as a team as opposed to using i imagine the pedals are pretty touchy too oh yeah for sure yep yep Press them too hard, and, and you're, you're going. You're, you're gonna call what we say huli or yeah, flip. huli flip. Yeah, yeah, going over, going overboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's me every time I canoe surf. <laughs> um, so, you know, here in Hawaii, canoes have a huge historical presence and cultural presence. Um, you know, and I know a lot of it. Even growing up here, I know a lot of it through Carson's family. Carson's family comes from, um, is descendant of, uh, Hawaiian canoe shapers or Kalei. And can you speak on that significance of, um, not only the canoe itself, but uh, you touched on it earlier, shaping the canoe, how it brought the community close and, um, what it meant to, and what it still means to, to Hawaii. Yeah. Um, I, I believe that that's why we still hold these traditional type of cultural races with racing in the you know traditional core canoes. So I believe that um, it it does it does great for us Hawaiians you know that are still here on the <laughs> islands wanting to practice our culture. Yeah. You know, and um, I know that's why I I participate in those races is because. More than anything, I'm Hawaiian and I want to practice what our ancestors, you know, did, you know, back then. Mm-hmm. And that's paddle, use their canoes in, in these core canoes, uh, the, the significant type of canoes. Yeah. They have a lot of mana, a lot of power within them mm-hmm. and paddle to navigate from island to island, you know, um, taking it back that far to, yeah. you know, you know, uh, have war against islands. And yeah. so, um yeah, it's, it goes back that far, you know, yeah. when it comes to races, even modern day, even present day, where people um, use our Hawaiian culture, Hawaiian traditions to call upon our ancestors to be with us and be there with us while we're celebrating them, Yeah, you know? So, yeah, it's, it's a huge thing for our community, I believe. Yeah. And so when you're, you know, it's kind of... Uh, you know, when you're racing at the level that you are, you know, on the Olympic level and you're racing people from around the world, how do you take that model with you from home when Mm. you're racing a canoe that, you know, is, is, you know, from Hawaii, from, you know, you've trained here with it, but is 
trained to perform instead of like the traditional Hawaiian canoe. And, it, you know, it is all made, you know, to get from A to B to uh, serve the purpose to perform. But how do you preserve that mono when you're also performing? Um, at that level, right, as you're saying, um, modernization, right? We're just trying to keep up with the times. So yeah. knowing um, it's definitely a sensitive subject. For sure yeah you know um racing in high performance class canoes versus classic canoes you know and um but i i i know for a fact that um with these high performance type of canoes we can we can start to move forward you know yeah. um, as hawaii to be more competitive out there yeah in this in in the international mm -hmm. um stage level and so like racing at an olympic level um for me to take that mana um in and race at this high level it would be just thinking about who i am as a person why why did i do it from the beginning um i think it, it was a talent that i had and grew um stronger as i kept going in I believe you know that it's just all a process right? <laughs> and um you know i i admire everything uh you know that you do right i mean so humble just not even talking about what you truly do right um the the sacrifices but knowing that when we when i when i go internationally and race i know who why who i am why i'm racing in my heart and that's yeah. what we say take our mana yeah. wherever we go so it's the same and it you know every that's why it's it's hard to say um everyone's the same right because everyone is different yeah. i was going to ask you the same question kind of along the same lines about you like what uh i had a question that i wanted to ask you like um what's your fire you know like um everybody says what's your motivation but what keeps you fired up having that winner's mindset because yeah. anybody can train but at that winner's level what is that fire you know it all came from i think you know i i just love running fast and especially so for me i don't know if you know this i do i have qualified for um olympic trials in the marathon have done quite well there not fourth, but um, quite well. And, but, and that's on road and, but the trails are where I've had, cool, you know, where it's, you know, that's had my heart. And it's been growing up here, you know, uh, Carson and I grew up together on the big island and we used to just go running barefoot in the mud as fast as we could and felt wild. And like, that's where I felt my mono. That's where I felt the mono at the big island, you know, and we would just run sometimes no clothes on just, you know, running in the mud and for oh hours feeling wild and wonderful. And that drive that, that that's fire. It yeah. It's so, it was, you know, the big island, it's alive and it makes you, and I, I feel like I draw a lot of that spirit from that and those experiences there. And from just the pure love of pushing my body in a place that I can feel connected, um, 
to the earth and to the land and wherever that is. But sometimes I did, I, I have felt disconnected from that and my why for sometimes, you know, and I've been doing mm-hmm. it at a, a high level for a long time. And, you know, sometimes that does fade in and out. And I think it's almost better to chase the dream. It was more, I had so much more fire mm-hmm. when I was chasing the dream and I still have yeah. fire. It's, it, it's just different, you know, because I, achieved my wildest dreams and Mm. then um and then I still was like what's next you Mm. know and and uh but I think you know especially for you you know representing who you are and where you came from um in a, a sport that's so impactful um I think like you will always have fire you know because you do you know you are in your skin of as yeah. a canoe racer you know and that's i can see it and that's really really cool yeah I, it's it's yeah it literally is my in my blood uh, my last yeah. name Kohookele, means the navigator yeah so, um yeah that's for sure yeah it's in my blood yeah yeah so what was your earliest memory in a canoe do you have one um yeah actually um i was a baby and I was riding one of these guys, these double hauls here, and I was right in the middle, like this net was on it. Same, same thing, kind of looked the same. And I was just riding as a baby, right in the middle. Everybody was paddling out, right in Kulo, going out by Chana. Oh yeah, and yeah. And we we're actually doing a actual traditional ceremony there. That's that's like my earliest memory wow. of being in a va'a. Yeah. And yeah, started. Started young. <laughs> I started in the womb. For sure. Yeah. Um, it was, it's generational. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something you have kids and that's something that you imprint. And that's something yeah. that Carson and I talk about all the time. You know, uh, canoes are so um, important in his family too. Being, he's, um, it, it's super important for them to preserve the Hawaiian in him and the, you know, especially coming from Kalei. And he you know the only thing he's like when we have kids they're gonna be in the canoes before they can walk you know that's the number one thing for him yeah. that's my daughters <laughs> yeah i bet oh, yeah. you're gonna have some badass daughters <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and that brings me to the, your relationship to the ocean too you know something that has also shaped you know everyone that's grown up here but especially someone who um has spent a lot of time you know connecting with themselves in the ocean can you talk about you know and it's we talk about it all the time because it's this big powerful unpredictable thing that you know it it makes you feel small in a way that almost nothing else can Mm. can you talk about that a little bit for sure um definitely a humbling place to be um when you're out on the ocean um definitely remember that every single time that I, I get on the ocean I, I make sure and in my mind note that um you know I'm thankful to be on this ocean yeah and um it just gives me that connection right I try to connect every time I'm on the water I think I just love the ocean it it connects me to my um my family you know um, yeah ultimately really it really does um, and that's why, um, for me, I take it to a different level, I think. Yeah. Because 
I'm I'm searching for that connection while I'm on the water, mm-hmm. knowing that I have to respect the water. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a huge place out there. <laughs> uh, I've gotten into some scary situations, some hairy situations, and um, you know, to the point where it's it, it's life threatening. Huh. Um, you know, the ocean can be out there and toss you at any point in time and off your canoe, and you can be whether it's in a one man or a six man with a team, you know, and when those times come, you have to really know what you're doing. So that's why we practice safety precautions, making sure we know what number seat one guy is doing, seat two guy is doing, all the way to seat six. Or if I'm by myself, you know, there's certain precautions I should take, you know, what I'm looking for while, you know, I'm searching for my equipment. Mm -hmm. Um, And knowing these things really does help give you confidence when you're out there because i I do push myself to the limits like in scary hairy situations i was just gonna say i gotta know what's the scariest yeah um actually it was uh right outside here um got into a pretty hairy situation it was cranking wind um uh what a what a paddler would love (laughs) dream dream win um I, i you know i was it was early i went out i took the precautions and um paddled out safely as i was coming back home surfing actually i just um i just took off on this one massive swell ground swell and as a ground swell breaks like a shore break right so when Mm -hmm. you're out there it just crumble you like a white wash you know so um and it it, i took off on this ground swell and it just crumbled like a white wash and took me off the canoe and i i literally broke my canoe <laughs> i had to swim in about a mile and a half yeah so in 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 strong current yeah so which knowing- people listening to this don't understand what that is like mm-hmm. swimming in strong current i have surfing gone out when i shouldn't have and been swept away and it's taken me you know i'm quarter mile from shore and it takes me two hours to paddle in uh, everything i have you know right. so that's crazy yeah yep yeah. yeah. definitely so i i definitely thankful for my life you know yeah um but i do paddling i paddle because i love it yeah um it's in my family blood and um i i just love to paddle (laughs) it's something that you know cures my sanity (laughs) yeah right (laughs) yeah do you think racing too helps cure your sanity i mean for me i need that outlet that's part of the reason i race too like that fire that i was talking about that i I uh, was born on the big island running around in the mud it almost burns too hot sometimes and if I don't race I will burn myself up do you find that racing is that outlet for you too yeah yeah for sure um because I started to race again because um, <laughs> I had a family right so I knew um mentally that I was gonna just you know tend to my kids so they're they're not newborns anymore so now I have the fire and actually got back into racing I'm like I need to get back to the level that I was at, you yeah. know, um, winning races, getting back to um, training like how I used to, you know, and sacrificing those early mornings, yeah. you know, those, those doing the right things that I should be doing. Um, but I definitely have fire and I definitely want to make sure that um, I just represent, you know, yeah. Hawaii. You know, yeah. Um, when you say you represent, what do you represent? Hawaii. Yep, I represent Hawaii. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, 
I'm Hawaiian. Represent everything about Hawaii. Yeah. You know, when I go off island to international places, I'm I'm from Hawaii. You know. Yeah. You know this. I'm not me. I'm I'm Team Hawaii. You know. Yeah. People will know who I may be, but it's ultimately, it's, you know, anybody big like in Tahiti per se, who is probably the top you know people to be following if you want to be a paddler right now just following how they paddle their technique and things like that um but knowing that if somebody from hawaii was better than them they would they would know it's oh hawaii is the best yeah not you know kale is the best yeah and that's that's kind of where i want to be you know Mm -hmm. hawaii is the where it should be right hawaii is the best yeah and you know you're leading that charge as an athlete are you also leading that charge with helping the generation younger than you to you know to be a professional canoe racer you know when we were growing up was unheard of you know and part of that is just the exposure and um i think like for you to succeed would open the door for a lot of kids here to succeed do you give back in more ways but than just competing or do you you know i'm just curious because like it's so huge you know i think what you're doing it's you know could change everything here mm-hmm. i i have given back yeah for sure it's definitely important to give back yeah and i've given back um you know to my club um to all my clubs that i've paddled for uh, um and to, yeah, for sure. The, the gender, generation after me is very important, and I know that I'm not the one that's going to be the one winning, right? In, in in per se, right? It's it's the next generation when they come is the one that. Well, even if you win, you could inspire ten kids to yeah, win, or you know? that way too. Yeah. I'll be the one winning, and then then you know, right. then Hawaii will be the best, and yeah. you know that is truly you yeah. know making Hawaii representing Hawaii exactly and there's so many ways to give back to you know and even just showing everyone that it's possible is is a way Mm -hmm. um you know I still just want to stay on this for a minute because I just looked you up right before here uh I got here and I read on your Instagram that you said with true Hawaiian values we thrive what are those values if you could summarize those and how would you apply them to the rest of the world to make it a better place um well you know you want to be a respectable humble right that's um i believe a loyal trustworthy person and um i believe that's hawaiian values right yeah um being somebody that can represent um their character is you know um respectable um and they hold strength while still being humble and um so learning that um your humble humbleness um can take you far if you know that when you're disciplined as like hawaiians they very disciplined right when you're disciplined when you're when you listen when you when you're respecting respecting who you're being taught by when you're when you're loyal to you know um what you should be loyal to you know everybody has different things they should be loyal to but um when you when you're all of that then 
um, you can be somebody that can that can you know um, give back like impact other people right mm-hmm. um, because in the end I I know that um, I I, I want to leave a legacy and um, I want to make sure that whoever remembers me knows me as somebody that they can follow and not just be like oh that's you know he you know he I, I don't even want to go there. Right? I just want to be somebody that they can follow. You know, and that I, I truly believe that within Hawaiian values, having having these, you know, simple simple values, right? Um, being respectful, being loyal. You know, these, yeah. these just simple things. Um, but having the aloha spirit, right? Just showing showing kindness, right? And and um, being just a good person, right? Yeah. And and that's why. You know, um, I'm thankful to be here because I'm around good people. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, it, for me to be sitting in front of a, a, a professional athlete, truly, is humbling for me. So, um, so it's, it's, I'm very stoked to be here um, on to be talking with you. You know, so uh, thank you for your time too. Uh, but you know, uh, yeah, I think Hawaiian values can take people a long way. Yeah, you know, and. Um, everybody or not everybody but you know some hawaiians learn different ways but in the end we all learn from the source right and um it it all comes with storytelling and everything like that right um the mo'olelos the storytelling and learning from that and and just gaining and trying to be a better person so that we can leave our legacy behind us and have our kids had our, have our gen- next generation not just our kids but you know next generations whether cousins you know every um all the next generations to come they can kind of portray what we what we um should have left behind right yeah i don't know if that makes sense no but, it yeah, makes sense know, um, and it rung true you know being better than what we were left will make the world better something that really rings true too is you know loyalty to your people to your community but also to your duties as a community member and whatever that means um and you asked me too about my training earlier and like how I have fire and that has been something too like even when it's not it doesn't feel good like it impacts someone somewhere when I am in this space you know just like even more so when you're in your space you know and like the that I think it's just so something that I have taken with me from my time here and it's it's really amazing um and it's really amazing to see that consistency through athletes you know it's almost like an expression of example yeah for sure I feel like you, you definitely need to have some sort of like strength to 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 ha- to be able to portray that example, right? In in an athlete, right? Um, at a high performance level, right? I have to assume that you you need to feel like you wanna give that example back, right? You wanna yeah. have a good example for the next people to come. Um, I, I I mean, not to get me wrong, right? I definitely want to be you know at uh 
I want to win, right? I, yeah. I, I, I got to be selfish, you know, in certain ways. But knowing that um, every every athlete should want to give back, right? In, yeah. In a sense. And, well, and yeah. also, steel sharpens steel, you know? Yeah. The yeah. better you do, the better everyone around you does. Definitely. You know? So yeah. being selfish in sport is being selfless you know especially here when it's so impactful there on you a community. go you just hit it up yep you just hit the nail in the head yeah <laughs> yeah sure. yep. um, so cool uh, so you've mentioned your daughters a couple times and i you know the the few things i was able to learn about you before this podcast was and which you know is something that i love is that you were shaped by strong women um Yes, and that <laughs> is so cool to be talked about openly. Can you tell me who those strong women were and what values were instilled for you as a, a father, as an athlete, as a husband? What what do you draw from the strength of those women, including your daughters too, which I'm sure are mm-hmm. little hellions? Yeah, um, yeah, I, I definitely know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. For sure, my great grandma and mom, um, they're watching over us right now. <laughs> um, but they would say um, to me to tell everybody that I learned how to never give up. Um, just never give up. Just, you know, um, don't quit. Keep yeah. going. And um, that stuck with me since when they had passed um in 2008 and um to this to this day now i still hold that truly to my heart just to never give up you know um there's always a right time right place for everything so just keep moving forward um and believe in yourself right um that's what they would tell me believe in yourself (laughs) Yeah. Let's go, Kale. Believe in yourself. <laughs> you know, when um, yeah. times get tough, because it will, like you said um, earlier in this podcast, right? You just got to keep pushing forward um, when those hard times come and never give up. Yeah. And again, like, uh, it's, it's, it's no secrets, right? I'm sure many people hear this. Yeah, just don't give up. Never give up. Don't quit. You know, simple things, but just always having it, having that why ahead of, in front of me, my, my forefront. Who's telling me that? Yeah. My why is who is telling me that? You know, yeah. that's why I'm out there with them. So, huh. um, I think that's why I differ a little, little from others. But I'm sure I relate to so many people out there. You know, yeah. that can just think of who's telling you what you're thinking about. Yeah, and then have that fire to keep going. Yeah, um, like you talk about. I think that's my fire for sure. Um, mom and grandma. Um, you know, there, she's, my mom is imprinted on my ribs. Um, I'm just in remembrance of her, right? Just knowing that she's always looking down on me, always there with me, always next to me um, whenever I need her. So when it comes to my daughters, um, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard to know they, they're not having their grandma with them, but I can, I can have them um, share what um, my mom loved. That, that was paddling so you know um, teaching them just through 
coming around, you know, yeah. um, having opportunities to be around the paddling association or just 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 around the ocean, you know, connecting with the ocean. Um, yeah, well, I believe that they they will they will be connected to them. Yeah, you know, they they will one day have that mentality that they had that I've learned from my my mom especially she was a brute she was she, <laughs> she was she was somebody that was very kind nice soft-hearted helped anybody that needed help um, but was fierce yeah uh, especially on the ocean and I think that's where I get get what I have from from her for sure <laughs> yeah um, wow. yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you, uh, and this is for my own selfish curiosity, can you share a memory of your mom on the ocean? Um, well, she was, I, you know, I never really seen her, like, paddle. It was always us paddling. She was always yeah. the one taking us to sports, doing things for us, you yeah. know. Um, I never seen her paddle. But uh, I do have just a picture in my mind that I always see of her paddling. I've seen a picture of her paddling. She was in seat one, um, just setting the pace for everyone behind her. And could just see how beautiful beautiful her technique was. And I think that's one thing I, I, I have and will always have is good technique. Um, I had great coaches. And I will, I will always try to veer towards people that i know will be great coaches you know and not as coaches that what they know but people great people and too mm-hmm. and um she had beautiful technique and that's just one memory i had of her it's that picture um and technique is technique everything. is everything you can tell you have good technique in a photo paddling you know you know it's brilliant yeah uh, I, I, technique is everything. <laughs> it <laughs> really is. is. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool to hear from you. Yeah. But yeah. that's so good. Um, yeah. yeah, she's there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. I can feel it. I can feel her. What is one piece of advice you'd give a kid from Hawaii with big dreams? who loves paddling or anything you know any sport trying to represent Hawaii what would you what's a piece of advice you'd, you'd give them um, to join clubs learn from the coaches yeah um, if you want to be better seek out seek out those clubs that can help you be better um, and just be willing to learn um, you know I anything worthwhile you know takes time right so it just gotta stay focused on you know wanting to be a great paddler surrounding yourself around people that are great paddlers and really just try to just learn um yeah and of course there's no secret uh to secret training right (laughs) (laughs) you still have to get out there in the water um do it a lot do it intentionally is what i tell people (laughs) definitely right there boom yeah and i also tell people what exactly what you said 
the coaches, but also always surround yourself with people who are better than you and be okay with, you know, being the worst one in the group because that is where you're going to get better. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. I agree with that for sure. Even if it sucks, even (laughs) if you get a ton of shit, (laughs) that's what you got to do. And that makes you better. You know, and that also gives you fire, I think, you know, oh, yeah. seeing really talented people do their craft is, you know, if you can get in the mindset to appreciate it instead of trying to fight it and try and be better, you know, then you, that is what's going to make you better. Appreciate it, see it. Yeah. And then you progress. Definitely. Yep. Yep. Well, I asked this of all my guests before we go. This is my last question. And I got to say, I've just had so much fun talking to you. I've learned a lot. Same it's here. been really, <laughs> truly amazing. This is out of my comfort zone, just to let everybody know. <laughs> <laughs> it takes time. You know, I signed my first pro contract in 2017. And oh, I wow. won this really big race. And I'd been, this is after years of working towards it. You know, basically graduated high school with this one dream of making it as a professional trail runner. And professional runner then came trail running and um this stuff you'll get used to it especially there's a lot of good people in sport too mm-hmm. you know and that makes it easier yeah. to talk to Definitely. i was super shy before <laughs> i gotta tell you um but my last question is what is something that you are proud of that you know maybe people wouldn't otherwise know about you know something that you don't talk about that often that you are just fiercely proud of wow um let's see i mean i'm definitely proud of where i am today you know um simple answer like that (laughs) no but seriously yeah I, i feel like i am proud of where i am today um Everybody learns on the way. Um, my journey is my own journey, and um, gambling. What I say, um, a professional athlete life, right? At, at the Olympic elite level, training at that level, day in and day out, and then coming home and starting a family and learning that. Um, that's something that I I, I feel proud of. Um, because you know, as an athlete, I never did see myself as a father. <laughs> you know, it's so funny and uh, crazy to say, but I laugh about it now. But yeah. No, you're telling me as a professional athlete who's, you know, thinking about kids in the future. I'm like, how? <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's it's. Uh, I am proud of myself for where I am today. You know, and to be able to see myself coming back around. Um, what I used to love to do and like felt like that was my whole true purpose. Now coming back around and getting into it and um, seeing people that have uh, known of me or know, knew me before or, um, only are meeting me now, just like seeing, you know, different faces, but just enjoying it at a different level um, and wanting to get back to that top level I'm, yeah. I'm proud of myself like going through this journey and still wanting to be like hungry to get back yeah to number one 
yeah <laughs> they so that hunger is everything yeah you know? yeah you know um it is it is for sure um i your mindset's on another level for sure i i it's I, not we're <laughs> on the same level you know yeah. and the i i really truly believe that the person who wins isn't necessarily the best athlete but it's the one who wants it the most and that's coming from me i'm not always the best athlete i haven't been but i wanted it mm. and i see you want it too and i know it's coming for you thank you yeah i i will receive that yeah. <laughs> um yeah you, you know i'm definitely fired up right now um, oh, good and just yeah just pretty thankful for being here today yeah um speaking with you cat and uh just uh just knowing the person you are um just I, I i don't know too much about you but I, at the level that you are at um just with the small things you've told me i'm like okay wow we're talking about <laughs> you today why, <laughs> Not why me. Am I, how am i in this position right now it's all <laughs> you know but it's yeah it is i um i'm thankful for the people that's around us and um helping us to be here today um and yeah like i said i just want to be able to represent so yeah just, um, you will thank you yeah no thank you i'm i'm truly grateful you took the time today thank you right on yeah well that's it that's be it. right out <laughs> thank you guys for listening yeah thank you so much <laughs> Gee. wow that was great thank you so much seriously yeah.